you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey y'all, it's me, Courtney from Running Redeemed, and I'm really excited to talk to y'all about our topic today. When I first started thinking about this topic, walking worthy, I didn't really know which way to go. And then Crystal did her amazing opening episode and I was like, okay, now I really don't know what to say. (laughs) So I just sat down and I just started studying the word worthy in the Bible and God led me here to the topic that I'm going to talk to you about today. So if you listened to Crystal's episode, you know she used Colossians 1.10, and I want to read that to you now to to refresh your memory, but if you haven't listened to her episode, I encourage you to go back and do that. You do not want to miss that episode. But Colossians says that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Now, I want to take you to Philippians 1.27. It says, Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. So the word worthy that was used in Colossians and the word becometh that's used in Philippians, they are actually the same Greek word. It's an adverb and it means appropriately, as becometh after a godly sort. So, When I read that word becometh in Philippians, another verse immediately popped into my head. Can you guess what it was? In like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broided hair or gold or pearls or costly array, but which becometh, there's that word, women professing godliness with good work. Our walk and our conversation, that is our daily lives. The way we live them directly affects the way that God is portrayed. So if we as Christian women are to walk worthy or live appropriately, then our dress is a factor in how we represent our Lord. Now, when you go to work, don't you have a dress code? Well, that's because while you're there, you are a representation of that company. Well, a Christian's workplace is everywhere that you walk. A Christian's workplace is anywhere that you are. 2 Corinthians 3, 2 and 3 says, Ye are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read of all men. For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshy tables of the heart. You are an epistle written of Christ. You are a letter written by Jesus, written with the Spirit of God in fleshy tables of the heart. Everyone around you is reading you. Are you delivering the letter as it was meant to be written? Or have you gone and changed the letter kind of to suit you, to suit yourself and your will or your wants? How you dress reflects your heart. If a man dresses in a casual manner, it says something about his attitude. Same thing as if a woman dresses in an immodest manner, it says something about her heart. Back in our verse in 1 Timothy, it says, But which? But which becometh women professing godliness with good works? If a woman is dressed in shamefacedness and sobriety with good works, she is perfectly dressed. 
Good works make a woman more beautiful than jewelry, but we need to be dressed appropriately too. So are you a professing Christian, but every time you get the chance, you dress just like the world? That sends a confusing message to them. Are you a professing Christian, but every time you get the chance, you wear clothes that promote your best features? (laughs) Are you more worried about promoting yourself or promoting God? The way you dress will answer that question. I know with myself, when I've been hesitant to dress the way that I know I should, it was because I was scared of what other people might think about me, you know? But if somebody has something to say about you wearing too much fabric, I don't think their opinion should be one that you worry about. You know, other times I've had the thought, but that would look so good on me. How many of us have thought that, ladies? (laughs) But my heart, it was rebellious because I thought I knew better. Listen, God's rules are not to keep us from having fun. His rules are for our protection. He knows what immodest dress leads to. He knows the heartache that it can cause. He knows what we need. Why won't we let him lead? I know, I know. Can I answer this one? (laughs) It's because we're recalcitrant. Look that word up because it perfectly describes what we are when we buck the system. We are prideful, we are selfish, we are rebellious, we are stubborn. And the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? It says, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Look, trusting our heart is just another way of trusting in man. And that is what we grow up If you grew up in a worldly environment, you grew up watching movies and hearing songs where you need to trust your heart. You need to follow your heart. You need to live out your dreams. Okay. And that is terrible advice. It's dangerous. And God warns us about it over and over. Literally the entire Old Testament is basically story after story of people following their heart and it not turning out good. So what's keeping you from walking worthy? Is it your heart? One commentator said, the pravity and perversity of the man's heart, full of harlotry and creature confidence, deceiving and being deceived, is here plainly and plentifully described, and oh, that it were duly and deeply considered. We as Christian women, we need to trust what God says rather than our own hearts. God is the one that searches and tries the heart. He knows our frame. And because God perfectly knows the heart and the mind of man, His judgment is true. God knows to what extent that our heart either justifies or condemns the doing of a man or a woman. So ask Him to search your heart. Use His Word as your guide, not the culture or the times, but the never-failing, infallible Word of God. And that's how we can begin to walk worthy. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.